Hello and welcome to episode four of Foxes Collide. My name is Matthew. And I'm Ellen. How are you today? I'm brilliant. How are you? I'm good. That's good. Yes. So what's our episode about today, babe? Today it's about motivation. Great. Self-motivation, motivating yourself. I guess sort of the main three steps that I've found that are really important in building, initially building motivation and then maintaining it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. What's the first step? Let's get straight into this. Okay. So to begin with, it's about having a strong why. Really important to have a good reason because you'll find almost all, all the time, we can even look back at school, probably almost everybody had a subject that they didn't particularly enjoy and you can hazard a guess that they probably didn't put that much work or effort into that subject. Mm -hmm. right? And their reasons because they didn't care that much. And maybe if they did, it's because they had a bigger reason. So maybe they thought, well, I need to do well in this subject, even though I hate it because of this, whatever it is, their motivation, maybe to get into university or whatever it is. But they had a reason to push themselves through discomfort. And I think most of the time we don't have good reasons for why. And in some sense, our culture now has created a, a sense of comfort, which enables us to not really push ourselves too hard. Then we just don't. We don't form a good reason why to do something. So to begin with, it's, it's about having that reason. It's about what it is you want to move towards or perhaps what you want to move away from. That's great. Yeah, because I think a lot of people, and myself included, we look at what we want to move towards, but we don't necessarily look at what we want to move away from and what we don't want to have in our life anymore. So that's really cool. Maybe even writing out what you want in your life and then also write out what you don't want mm -hmm. or keep in your life, the habits. It can even be emotions. It oh, can be feelings. Yeah. It can be things that you're experiencing. Something that you experience on a regular basis could be anxiety, could be insecurity, worry. You can break those things down, look at them and think, well, where's this coming from and how can I remove this? Probably best to do examples, right? So... We can look at health and fitness, obvious one. So you can think about what you want to move towards in terms of like a healthier self, a healthier body, healthier mind. But maybe there's things you want to move away from. Maybe every time you wake up, you have an ache in your back. I used to have, I used to wake up with an ache in my back. Yeah, you, you I did. Don't, I don't have that anymore. Yeah, so that would be something that you, maybe whether you were conscious about it or not, about saying, I want to move away from this. I don't want to have this anymore in my life. And I'm going to, therefore, it within my fitness routine, bring in practices that, that are going to help remove that from my life. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure whether you were conscious about that or not, but it's been an, something that has occurred mm -hmm. due to your... To my work. Due to what you've been doing, been yeah. Doing. And the there, was, of your there was definitely was... A conscious element there was a there was a piece of me that thought I don't want this for the rest of my life I don't want to be aching yeah. for the rest of my life this is not I'm not old I'm not <laughs> <laughs> even then that's still you know you can be old and not have aches so it's it's that's a brilliant <laughs> that's a really brilliant little line there mm. that you can be old and not have aches and I think when I was working in the nursing home mm. and studying nursing a lot of people just have this mindset that growing old, you have you start to deteriorate 
which your body does. Yes, there's there's things that happen with the body. System processes slow down. Mm-hmm. Skin gets thinner. All these small things. But just like dementia, aches and pains don't have to be a normal part of aging. No. And dementia as well is not a normal part of aging. So people have these ideas about what aging is and that, oh, when I get old, I'm going to be in pain. My body's not going to work so well. But that doesn't have to be the case. If you take care of it and you're aware and you're conscious about the way you age. So I just thought I'd put that in there because yeah. I really like that no. little, yeah, that's that good. little bit. Yeah, so... What you're moving away from. Yes. I'm moving towards. <laughs> Getting back on track here. <laughs> um, yeah, if you can get clear on that, that's a very big thing. Uh, it's actually quite a good place to start in terms of getting rid of things and simplifying and removing because we are wrapped up in a culture that's all about accruing more stuff, get more things to make yourself feel better. Um, and so... Yeah, it's quite humbling to look at what you can maybe strip away. So there's plenty of reasons. And yet, the truth is most people don't push themselves. And I can look back at my life and I can look back and sort of see almost everything we've just spoken about. And not a lot of it was enough. Maybe I was just too lazy. I don't think we're all... Maybe it's the way we're raised or maybe it's uh, certain factors that occur in our life. But we don't all push as hard. Some people just don't. And it's not necessarily a flaw. It just means you, you've you got to find something to grip onto. You've got to find something that pushes you, something that motivates you. And for some of us, it occurs in events. Sometimes we go through life, maybe not very motivated, maybe drifting somewhat, and things happen. And one thing happens, maybe a second thing, a third thing, a fourth thing happens. And these are unpleasant experiences a lot of the time. These are things that make us feel low, make us feel weak, that make us feel unhappy. And maybe that first time, that second time, that third knock on the door is still not enough to shift us. But eventually, maybe you hit a point. And some people would class this as rock bottom. Something else steps in and gives you a slap in the face and wakes you up, and that becomes your motivation. Maybe not to feel that way ever again. Maybe to make your life into something greater, to, to, to get out of that place and not return to it. A lot of people see those rock-bottom places and those times where they feel so low mm-hmm. and so bad. They see it as such a negative thing. And it does feel like that at the time. But most of the time, from my own experience, those low times, those rock bottoms, it really has been the thing that I needed to turn my life around, to shift my way of thinking, to be my motivator. Mm -hmm. I needed that. The first, second, the third times, you're right. It wasn't enough. It didn't push me enough. It wasn't uncomfortable enough to make me change. But then a big fat slap in the face, (laughs) that was enough. That was, I was at the point of, right, (laughs) I have to do something. So, yeah. Yeah. 
I think now with greater perspective, I think we can maybe not manufacture one of those moments for ourselves, but we can certainly make ourselves feel more uncomfortable. Mm. Right? Because the, the core aspect of, of those rock bottom moments is discomfort that that makes us take action. It makes us shift in some way. And how we can then do that without necessarily reaching that lowest point is to remove comfort from our lives and to really take account of what we have with us and around us that we're not happy with. Because I think what we have these passing thoughts of, oh, I'm not very happy with the way I look. Maybe it's just when you look in the mirror, but you try not to think about it any other time. Mm. Right? Or you distract yourself with this, this and this. So it's not enough. You're not being in that full discomfort. Mm. You're distracting yourself. We're in a world now where we can distract ourselves all the time. And the majority of the population spend their lives distracted, mm -hmm. trying to move away from discomfort. Their own discomfort. Mm. And the, the work here is to, to look at it. The work here is to face it, turn and face that and embrace it because that's what motivates you. That's what creates change. You'll never create change if you keep running. So we can lean towards it step by step, bit at a time, find something that's maybe an insecurity. Like, I'm not happy with this, so I'm going to work to change this. Not until I truly feared for my health did I actually quit smoking. Yeah. I knew I wanted to quit. I knew I didn't want to do it for the rest of my life. Surrounded by people who also said the same thing. Oh, I'll quit in a few months' time. Quit next month, whatever it is. Never today. It's always tomorrow. And it wasn't. It wasn't until it really hit me how much it was impacting my health that I was willing to make that change. So, you know, we are in a, a world that does contain quite a lot of self-destruction and a lot of habits like this that we know aren't good for us, but we still do them. And that's because there isn't a big enough reason to not do them. There just isn't a big enough reason to actually say, I'm going to stop doing this to myself. But I do think we can begin to manufacture it if we make ourselves a bit more uncomfortable. If we really look at the feelings behind it, how we actually feel about it, we don't just go, oh, I don't feel good about this. But Oh, well, I'm just going to keep doing it and stay in the same place and, and not move forward, not change. Mm. You've got to work to find that why. Um, because it's the, the why is is the thing that's all you're always going to go back to. Whenever you're doing something and you hit a, a hurdle, that why is going to be there. If you want to do this job just to make some money and you're not getting that money straight away, it's you're going to lose it. it. You're going to lose your motivation very quickly. Um, so you've got to have a, a reason that really holds true to you and that really pushes you forward. And that's where we get to go into, we'll go a little bit deeper into this, this avenue and we'll talk about death. Yes, I love this topic, <laughs> even though it sounds pretty morbid to mm. say you love this topic. Uh, but really, in order to to really start to live your life, you have to come face to face with your mortality and everybody else's mortality. And that means looking at your friends and your family and really taking note of how much time you have left with them on this earth and with yourself. And when you really start to understand and get grounded with your mortality and realise you've got a set number of years left here, then you can really start to go, I'm going to use my time, I'm going to count up 
how many how many years how many hours how many seconds how you know make it realistic mm. and go whoa okay i've got this much time these are the things that i want to do in my life these are the people that i want to be around yeah so there's the the statistic about your family right and this idea that by the time you're sort of in your late teens early 20s you've spent most of your time that you will with your family up to 90 95% of that time because you were living with them you were seeing them day day after day and then you grow older you spend more time with your friends socializing you move out you've got work you've got all these other obligations and even if you are close to your family even if you live in the same town as your family that those minutes and hours and days don't add up to a lot compared to what you spent with them as a child it's such a sobering thought mm. and it really makes you be grateful for the time that you do spend with those people that you care about with your friends and family because if we only do have five percent of our time left with our family you don't want to spend any of that time with them wasting it. You don't want to spend any of that time arguing. And not even just in terms of people and the time spent with people. But what is it you want to do with your time on this planet? What do you want to see? What do you want to experience? Again, you can use death and, and your limited time here to really push you forward and motivate you. That's such a strong motivating factor mm. is death, yep. is, our, is our time. Yeah, if nothing else is, is strong enough, if getting a better job is not enough, then think about spending that time that you have alive in that thing you hate. Think about the fact that work takes up more time than anything else in human life. Work is where you'll spend the majority of your time. And Make when, sure you enjoy that time. Exactly. And when you're lying at the end of your life on your deathbed and you think, wow, what did I do with my life? I spent 60 years in a job that I hated, 50 years, 40 years, 30 years, that job. It makes you want to quit. You know? <laughs> Just that thought makes you want to quit. Yeah. You know, at the very least, you begin working out how you can. You know, if you're in a situation where you can't just drop everything, you, you build that plan in place straight away. You just got to figure out, how do I get out of this as soon as possible? Mm. How can I change this as mm. soon as possible? Because you don't want to be lying there on your deathbed regretting those 30, 40, 50 no. years that you spent in something when you could have been doing something else. Mm -hmm. Most of the time when people are lying on their deathbed, they always say what they didn't do, mm. what they regret not doing. Yeah, it's a lot to do with regret. It's all to do, like so all much to do with regret. I didn't spend enough time with my family. I didn't mm -hmm. tell them enough. I didn't tell them how much I love them enough. I didn't I didn't pursue this dream that I had. Mm. I didn't follow this passion that I had that was always there niggling at me. I never followed it because I thought I had to do this or I thought I had to follow in this person's footsteps. I thought I had to achieve this because the world and people kept telling me that I had to achieve mm. something else. Yeah. So coming out of that place. Yes, <laughs> out of that deep, heavy place. Mm, it's a little bit heavy. But important, it, yeah, very important. Sure. It's crucial, I think, for a lot of people. It's what, what motivates a lot of people. I can say for sure that that's really facing death and facing the way I'm spending my time and what I'm spending it on <laughs> and, and not being happy with that. That's, that's what shifted a lot for me, recognising that maybe I could be doing something a bit better. Mm. 
and enjoying things a bit more uh, in the brief time I have here. To be honest, it's something that's come up a lot recently for me mm. because I have been thinking about that because I have, hadn't really been introduced to that idea before. No one had really brought it into my awareness. No. That that's how much time I've got left in when some when I I think it was only the other week or the other month mm. and we were talking about how much time we got left with our family and I think I wrote it down and I calculated mm. it. And that was what made me go, Wow, I wanna spend more time around my parents. Mm. I wanna see them more because if I've only got five percent left of my time Yeah. I don't wanna waste that. No. I don't I wanna tell them how much they mean to me. My family. Yeah. Mm. But moving forward Yes. After you've got your strong why, it's important to stay positive. Yes. Uh, stay positive. Stay positive. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's many methods for this. All right, so that's kind of what we want to talk about now. When you're pushing towards something and you're going to maybe hit some hurdles, some roadblocks, how can you keep yourself up, keep yourself strong? And that's why, of course, having that, that reason, that why to push you, very important. But you've got to enjoy it. You have to enjoy it. We, we don't stick with things we don't enjoy for very long. You see that. I mean, you look at any statistic to do with dieting, you'll find that most people who've been on a diet end up putting all the weight back on, maybe even more than they had before. And it's because they've restricted themselves in a way that provided them with discomfort and unhappiness. And they didn't enjoy what they were eating or they didn't enjoy the exercise no. that they were doing. Absolutely. And that takes some thought because it's not, People don't diet on McDonald's. So no. that means you've got to change what you like, right? You've got to actually think about what it is you like and how you can turn that into something healthier. Whatever it is, if it's fitness, exercise, certain forms of exercise are mind-numbingly boring or just un, oh, just horrible. You just don't want to do them. But there are a lot of forms of exercise and you can find something that you do enjoy, something you do attach to and feel excited about. So the last point we want to mention in terms of staying positive is to do with community who surrounds you and just ensuring that those people support your goals. And there's just so much there, isn't there? Yeah, there is. I think it's important to have people around you that really lift you up and keep you on that that track, that positive track. <laughs> Might sound funny. But yeah, there's people that you'll find in your life and you'll find, you'll get to gauge it mm-hmm. better the more you are aware of it and the more you become more conscious of it. There's certain people that you're around that bring you, that don't necessarily lift you up to continue achieving the goals that you want to achieve, mm-hmm. that don't push you to become a better version of yourself. You want to make sure that you surround yourself by the people that do and that will help you to achieve your goals more and you'll find that it brings you a lot of positivity a lot of great feelings a lot of energy that you get when you're around these people because you're sharing the excitement you're sharing the excitement around that goal mm. and achieving it yes and i think that's yeah especially if you're also helping them to achieve their goals yeah and back and forwards and you'd have you'll have really great friends and family that would support you i'm sure in achieving the goals and the things that you want to achieve and and there'll be people in your life that you want to do that for Mm -hmm. so making sure that you just spend your time surrounded more so by those people yep third and lastly is succeed right it's important to succeed and 
you you associate succeeding probably with the end, the end result. Like that's it, I've done it. And you would also associate it with this idea that you have to have that motivation first to then be able to succeed. But it's been shown now that what actually creates massive motivation is watching yourself succeed. Boom. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Watching yourself succeed. Yes. And I can attest to this, you can attest to this. Mm -hmm. When you start to set yourself into some goals and you start to see one little thing fall in place and then another little thing fall in place and you pat yourself on the back and you say, well done, I did it. And you do it again, you do it again, you do it again. That is where the motivation really sets in. That's where you start to get into a stride with it. Would you agree? Yes, I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. I think when you see your small successes or your big successes along the way, it really just pushes you to keep going mm-hmm. because you want to keep succeeding. You, you, you just see so much growth, growth and progression. Yes. Yes. Matthew, you always have the words. You always have the words when I don't. I love it. Thank you. And the best way to experience that success is to set your goalposts a little bit closer. Have those goals be a little bit smaller, a little bit more attainable, so then you have that, that reason to, to celebrate. And really bring it in to the small, the micro scale. This one thing that you did that day and celebrate yourself for that and go, that's a success, I did that today. And that's, oh, that's when you just, you have that feel good. You have that feel good emotion, you have the feel good hormones, mm-hmm. everything comes in. You feel alive, you feel powerful, you feel motivated. And that's the key of it, right? Yeah, you go, yes, I achieved that and I can achieve more mm-hmm. and I can keep going because you realise how much you're capable of. You realise that you can do it. You can get to where you want to get to. It's all up to you. Yeah. It's all up to you to push yourself, to keep yourself motivated and to stay positive through the process. Right. And, and celebrating yourself. Yeah. Essentially, it comes down to celebrating you and celebrating what you've achieved and what you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it makes it all feel more possible. I think that's that's another big thing. Is maybe not not always believing that what you want to achieve is possible. You know, I think that's a very a very strong one that most people struggle with. Is this idea that I want to do this thing, whether it's a career goal, a health goal, whatever it is. Am I even capable of doing that? Is that something I'm even made to do? Am I built to do this? Can I really be that person? Maybe you were told you couldn't be that person when you were younger, whatever it was, but you had certain stories in play that just made it seem a little bit out of reach. And so when you have these successes, when you have these start to stack that up, you start to believe more in yourself. And self-belief is really the crux. You know, that's, you've got to have some self-belief. Absolutely. Yeah. I think a lot of the time people put things on pedestals Mm -hmm. as if they're so out of my reach because this thing, I don't feel like I can do that. That that must be for people that are really, really good at this thing. But the the difference between them and you, those people that have succeeded, is because they've pushed themselves to get there. Mm -hmm. They're only there because they've tried and they've pushed through all this pain all the heartache, all the suffering, everything that they've gone through, they've pushed themselves, they've motivated themselves, they've mm-hmm. celebrated themselves. So y- you can do it too. It's not on a platform that's mm. out of reach. There's a formula. <laughs> There's absolutely a formula. Yeah. 
there's absolutely a formula and it's about understanding that formula and putting it in place so that you can get to that pedestal for yourself and there we go so i think yeah those those three points are, are very big definitely where to start when it comes to motivation mm. have a good good strong reason for why you want to do what you want to do mm. stay positive through that process and succeed succeed on any level even on the smallest scale and just stack those wins up to keep yourself in the game hey thanks for listening to this week's episode if you like us check us out on twitter foxes collide at foxes collide (laughs) let me do that again thanks for tuning in we hope you like hello and welcome to foxes collide try it again do it again do it again whoop whoop Thanks for tuning in. Check out our Facebook page. If you like this, you'll have... <laughs> That's it. <laughs>